Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are at the conclusion of Judges chapter 7, looking at verses 22 through 25, reading from the New King James Version. The size of uh, Gideon's army worked in his favor. It favored his design because, remember, the attack was very unconventional. And because there were so few, secrecy was key. They could not and did not want to be discovered until they were close by the camp. And they planned the attack so that it happened during the changing of the guards. But let's listen to the rest of the story. Again, Judges chapter 7, verses 22 through 25 from the New King James Version. When the 300 blew the trumpets, the Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the whole camp. And the army fled to Beth Acacia toward Zerorah, as far as the border of Abel Mehalah by Tabath. And the men of Israel gathered together from Naphtali, Asher, and all Manasseh and pursued the Midianites. Then Gideon sent messengers throughout all the mountains of Ephraim, saying, Come down against the Midianites, and seize from them the watering places as far as Beth Barah and the Jordan. Then all the men of Ephraim gathered together and seized the watering places as far as Beth Barah and the Jordan. And they captured two princes of the Midianites, Oreb and Zeb. They killed Oreb at the rock of Oreb, and Zeb they killed at the winepress of Zeb. They pursued Midian and brought the heads of Oreb and Zeb to Gideon on the other side of the Jordan. Again, Judges chapter 7, verses 22 through 25 in the New King James Version. I'll be back to share insights and close with prayer. Hi, I'm the host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thank you for listening. If you don't mind, go ahead and like and follow 5 Minutes in the Word on Facebook and Twitter. You can also hear my podcast almost everywhere podcasts are heard. Again, that was Judges chapter 7, verses 22 through 25 in the New King James Version. And this section looks at how uh, how Gideon's uh, battle was successful, his unconventional battle, and how the tribes worked together to defeat the Midianites. But let's listen to the commentaries. The Lord set every man's sword against his companion throughout the entire camp. The first phase of the battle wasn't between Israel and Midian, but as the Midianites fought themselves, the noise and the mirage of being surrounded uh, throws the Midianites into confusion. Thinking that a large military force is besieging them, 
Under the cover of darkness, the Midianites accidentally kill many of their own men in the frenzy. Gideon's soldiers observed their orders and stood every man in his place round about the camp. After sounding their trumpets to excite uh, them to fight, it, you know, their trumpet sound excited the Midianites to fight one another because they didn't know what was going on. And holding out their torches, uh, the light just helped them to, to their ruin. And of course, that sounds like Matthew Henry, and it was. <laughs> but let me continue. They did not rush into the host of Midian, greedy either for blood or spoil, but patiently stood still to see the salvation of the Lord, the salvation purely of his own working. The Midianites fled in the direction of their home desert uh, in their desert areas. And remember, the Midianites would wait until the um, Israelites had done all of their harvests and they would come and snatch it. They said that they would come with camels and all kind and uh, themselves and they would just come, wait for all of the work to be done, and they would uh, gather it for themselves. So the people cried out to God because of the oppression of the Midianites. And God has now sent Gideon to help to um, to give his people remember this this um, this this phase that they go through where they go through apostasy which is their disobedience they cry for deliverance God sends them a deliverer and he did in in uh, Gideon and he's going to restore them so we're in this cycle again but anyway so Midian has uh, Gideon has done what he needed to to get the Midianites you know to get their attention to let them know Israel is not going to take this from them anymore you're not going to come and steal everything well they didn't steal it they just came and took it they didn't hide they didn't you know they just boldly came up to them and waited until they were finished with all of the harvest and doing everything to prepare it to go to wherever it was going the Midianites came and, and, and took it from them. But anyway, back to the commentaries. Gideon was able to dispatch runners to inform those of the other tribes who were by their proximity in the area of engagement. He um, wanted them to impede the Midianite escape. Because remember, the Midianites had no compassion for them. They just took what they wanted to take, left everything, you know, probably burned and barren and whatever and they went on back home so he's he's telling the other tribes okay let's get out let's keep them from uh, escaping the uh, instruction to form a, a, a blockade a fight near the Jordan River, River was to capture them from the water Gideon sent messengers to the tribes of um, uh, Ephraim and um, quite a few. Let me see. Ephraim. I gotta find the list. Uh, Naphtali, Asher, Manasseh. He, he told them, "Come on, let's get this job done." So he sent uh, messages to the tribe of Ephraim, whose geographical position would allow them to cut off the Midianites' retreat to their own home territory. These men may have been some of the troops that were eliminated. In the test early in the chapter and that they're now of vital importance to uh, the peace that God is giving Israel right now 
and the wine press and was named after the incident. So it says Zeb was um, brought his he was killed at the wine press wine press of Zeb and Oreb was killed at the rock of Oreb. Those were named after the incidents. Let's pray. Father, we thank you as we come to the end of chapter 7 of the book of Judges. We thank you for the picture that we have here where you make the enemies of even your church instruments to destroy one another just as the Midianites did. They destroyed one another after they had destroyed the, uh, everything that belonged to the Israelites for so many years. Father, we thank you. Even as you protect your church from all of the hurt and harm and danger that can come from just within, we thank you that you protect it and it continues to stand. It stands strong. It stands beautiful. It stands as a beacon of hope to so many. And we thank you for that, Father. We thank you that it's not about the man. It's not about the woman of God. It's about you, Father. And we thank you for that. Just as Gideon had to, um, even though he tested you to see if it was really the Spirit, and you said, try the Spirit by the Spirit. And he did that, Father. We thank you for that. We thank you for that picture also. Father, we're praying for those who need you in a special way. The list is long, and there's no way I can articulate a list that's, you know, you know what all the needs are. And as we're asking, we're also thanking and we're praising. Thanking you for a new day. Thanking you for a journey mercies and traveling graces. For those who are traveling, especially my husband who's traveling to, uh, and had to preach out of town today. And it's Father's Day. So, Father, we're thanking you for fathers, those who um, were responsible for children being uh, born and those who are just fathers because they love children. We thank you for them also, Father. Bless all of us in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, praying uh, and agreeing that it is done. Amen. Thank you for spending time in God's Word with me. Be blessed.